You know, it always cracks me up. (laughs) Did you remember? Did you remember how you wanted to start? No, no. I was just thinking that like it cracks me up that we always rely on like a bunch of white dudes. One of which is uber white because he's Polish to like sync in rhythm with a clap. Like that's also now we're white, huh? (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. The Polish aren't white. They're allowed at Pride. I don't, uh, I don't welcome understand. everybody to It's like uh, the whitest <laughs> nation next to Finland. Yeah, but it's still that's second class citizens is, for Anglos. And that's the only France is still of the whitest nation. Counts. No, France isn't white, it borders Spain. <laughs> France isn't white. Is this the hill you want to die on on, I, on, on this podcast, Mom? I really do, actually. I think this is a like welcome, northern southern distinction there. <laughs> No, that's Italy. No, that too. This is the We Hate Anime Podcast. The only anime podcast uh, that, for whatever reason, thinks Fran- French people are non-white. I just w- don't want to, them, them in the same France. pool as me. Uh, the, the, the weird, the weird, uh, the weird racial essentialist, Moth, is joining us today. What, what racial essentialist? Is that like race is a plus where I don't even like certain white people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> I just, I imagine myself like now at Whole Foods, like, oh, can you believe we allowed the Bosnians here? This place is going so Not downhill. The oh, I can't believe it. Californians. No, so so like I, I don't I don't get that, uh, but in, introduce Tidu, and I'll talk about that in a second, because my wife yeah, pointed the, something out the other day. Tidu is also here, uh, who hates anyone from a state in which the sun is visible for 90% of the year. That is correct. I had a whole fucking bit ready about how it's my fate to stay up at night to record this fucking podcast, but today you fuckers decided to record at a reasonable hour. Fuck you. (laughs) It's it's your fate to stay the night. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mike. and Uh, And I'm Mike, obviously. Mike. Uh, and this episode is brought to you by patreon.com slash podcast. I honestly uh, thought you were going to say, like, Purple Mattress. Like, what the fuck did we get them <laughs> as a sponsor? God, if only. Hey, if any mattress company wants to reach out to us, I will gladly... I'm sleeping on rock, man. My back is fucked up. I honestly, uh, I honestly so- think we should do, like, Tim and Eric uh, product plugs at some point. That's not a bad bit. That's a good bit. And just be like, slightly used mattresses. Get the College Town discount, where they're all from college dorm rooms. It's free real estate. One it's of, free. Get your fucking one of, keys. One of, my, uh, one of my favorite Demolition D videos is one in which he You're did a, uh, he did like a, uh, like like a like a like an infomercial. But the product he's selling is is like donating to help support your local glasses coon. Uh, Wait, <laughs> and yeah. at no point during the video does he ever actually say what the no- donations actually do for glasses coon. That's uh, very funny video. It supports you're, you're saying that like I know what demolition D is. That'd be like you hey, uncultured Mike, swine. Do you know this obscure YouTube channel where this dude just cooks sausages with different ingredients every time, called simple I, sausage? I have literally never heard of that. Yeah, exactly. So how am I supposed to know what initial D is? That's <laughs> that's an anime. <laughs> how can uh, I how can you fault. run an anime podcast and now not know Demolition D? That's yeah. 
There are some classics, it's, my it's man. It's because Moth is. It's because Moth has sex regularly. Oh, this okay, is yeah, like, that's fair. This is, you know, I I realize that like out of all the channels that I've subscribed to on YouTube for like the last twelve years, like nine of them still update, and I'm just grateful Seth doesn't stop updating. Yeah. Because we lost Salmonella. Salmonella's gone. Yeah, we lost filthy Frank. Oh, they finally got rid of that uh, that that disease that kills people. Y- yeah. I can now put my chicken on any surface I want. Yeah, why did you <laughs> just stick your chicken into the dick? No way, the other way around. Well, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. What? I'm not sounding with pieces of chicken, did. That's good. That's good. You shouldn't. Can you believe this is still the Patreon plug? <laughs> Did, did did you see that tweet that I just like when I go into my like semi lucid moments and I get onto the t- the the Twitter's podcast and I just drop that thing about the Lego pieces? Yep, I, I saw that and uh, I forgot it existed right after I saw it because I just couldn't handle it. What sounding with a Lego lightsaber? Inside gate, inside rejected. Get this out of my skull. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wanted to talk to you about this though, Mike, because my wife pointed this out to me the other day. Like, so you've heard about, like, the California exodus, right? Like, where it's like all the Californians are fleeing California. Good for them. Uh, yeah, That's I'm, been I'm going for, like, 20 years. Yeah. And it's still not empty. God damn it. Well, that, that's that's the thing. It's like this this whole thing, like everybody's like, oh, the Californians are going to move into my state and ruin it. It's like, guess what? <laughs> They've been doing it for 20 years. Utah now sucks. Uh, they They've been, I mean, heck... The reason people moved to California is because of uh, the places they were fucking sucked. Man. Uh, so no, that's, like, that's not true at all. It's just a continuous no. migration as so, price of living California is the places. ultimate Skinner box metaphor. Because like everybody's like, oh man, wow, wouldn't it be great to move to California? You know, And then you move there and you're like, wow, 80 cent street tacos. But my cost of living is somehow more than New York City. And I now walk in human feces everywhere I go. Like... California sucks. It is that's, the worst state in the union, hands that's down. That's not what a Skinner box hit, but regardless. Uh, I'm just wondering <laughs> how long it will be before we get a Western Yakuza ripoff, and instead of secret Koreans, they're secret Californians. We already did. It's freaking Saints Row, where you play as secret FBI agents. Oh, this yeah. Bad take. That makes sense. Uh, yes. You know, what else makes sense is our Patreon account. Uh, <laughs> that I would like. It makes some sense, okay? I, w- I want to thank our patrons, because without a particular patron, today's episode would not be happening. Uh, oh. So, yeah, I w- I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it in the order of importance. Uh, first off, I want to thank my lovely uh, girlfriend, Nicole Carter, who continues to give money for some reason, even though she could just spot me a fiver, but whatever. Uh, there's also the lovely Kev online. Thank you for always supporting us, Kev. Um, I just realized why she doesn't spot you a fiver. Because you use it to eat at Chick-fil-A. Money for gas. (laughs) Excuse me? Yeah, you'd use it to go eat at Chick-fil-A. Oh, I thought, I I didn't hear you. I thought you said she's a cheap lay. (laughs) I was going to inform you that she is in fact very expensive. (laughs) Yeah, she's V-Bucks. She costs V-Bucks. (laughs) Uh, There's also Cadrassic Who is a lovely little uh, Lovely little guy I love every single time I see a post For that little cube Uh, I'm usually enthralled At their charmingness Thanks Cadrassic Play 13 Sentinels you fuck Wait wait (laughs) Is it it he the one who likes likes exclusively Only the posts that I make on the account 
I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't hop onto our. I don't hop onto the Twitter account very often. So Jeez, you mean like, all the posts? <laughs> I think you get on there sometimes just to like deal with my insanity. Yeah, I wasn't there for a few months because that because I had to reset all my passwords and I completely fucking forgot what it is. And it's then I figured, okay, no, there, there, there's too much moth. I need to rein this in. I need to look at this fucking password, and I did. <laughs> I like, Let's go. I, I think the one thing that cracked me up is the Persona announcement made Mike so angry. He actually got on the Twitter account. Okay, I I, I <laughs> no, did not me. get on the Twitter account. That that was me. But, but we'll, we'll talk about that because I, I, I have a lot of things to say. Oh, good, because I do too. And I, I think we're going to collide. And I think I think there's going to be dead bodies when we're done. Ah, car crushes, my favorite. The number one with a bullet that we have to thank is our producer patron. That is Daniel Ashley. Thank you, Daniel Ashley, uh, for getting me to like fate. Thanks, Daniel. Actually, instead of just making fun of it all the time. That's fucking insane oh. that we run an anime podcast and I was the only person who knows what fate is. Who the so, fuck are you people? I knew what it was. The, the amount of semen I've lost <laughs> to uh, the one with pink hair is insane. So I, I, I just wanted on the record, the only reason I'm recording this is out of respect for Daniel Ashley. Because, you know, Cars on the Table had no desire to watch Fate. Still, actually, after watching this and watching, like, hours of Nico Arc videos instead of watching Fate, I still have no desire to watch Fate. But I did it for time. them. So... If you'd like, Daniel, you can always put in another request. And uh, if you want us to watch all of Fate, let's go, baby. Cardio let's go. Fantas, let's go. I can't believe you're going to get a new post on the podcast just to watch Fate. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, wait, wait. So I, uh, I, I, I want to I open up to today's podcast by just, before, before we start uh, pulling out knives and start stabbing each other with them, uh, I want to I check up on everyone because it's been a while. We haven't... It's been hard to get people to be available, especially me. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not throwing shade at anyone but myself. It's I have someone living on my couch where my computer is. So Still? even right now, I'm not recording from my computer. I'm recording from Nicole's just because it was easier this time. That um, makes sense. So it's been hard for me to do anything for the podcast, which is why I haven't been organizing as many episodes. Uh, and I want to apologize for that. There are a lot of people that like us. And they're missing out on our terrible opinions. I, I mean, I'm just here for the ride at this point. And I mean, Mike, you got nothing to complain about. I think Tid is the only person that we can reliably like count on to do anything. And I'm so fucking true. six hours ahead of you, bitches. We have, honest to God, six people on this podcast. And we're lucky if we can like tar wrangle three of them to do 45 <laughs> minutes of anything. Yeah, the, you get you got frog who dropped off the face of the earth. Doing usually usually posting out of context memes uh, once every two months. We got egg um, who I'm pretty sure like doesn't want to be with us anymore and is just too polite to say it. Ah, uh, but I like. And then we got we got uh, we got Sudoku. Uh, then we uh, Tid. Then we got Doku, the only one with an actual excuse. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> that he's child rearing. Yeah, he's rearing that child. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, he's sitting on he's sitting on her head. <laughs> Gosh, just Man. say he's causing crib death at this point. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna cause a crib death. One of these fucking days, we'll get Do Doku's daughter on this podcast, and we'll cause irreversible brain damage. And I'm here for it. Yeah, we'll just have her on the fate episode. <laughs> 
<laughs> this is the Fate episode. Yeah, the other Fate episode. There's like 13 Fates at this point. Would you, you like heard, a breakdown? You heard him, <laughs> yeah, it, you heard him, Daniel. If you want us to watch another Fate, just I want well, to torture Moth as much as possible. It's not going to because I'll make him. I'll make him finish the next one. No, it's it's the same thing as like what happened with JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, where it's like, hey, you have these really good character designs, and then Part Five rolls around and just takes all this great design and throws it out the window in favor of Italian Twinks. Bitches and that's exactly what happened with Fate. Is you had some really broad-shouldered, muscular, attractive men, and they all got cornholed. Two of the male characters in in Fate have the exact same design, but with like slightly different hair. I don't know what you're talking about. Which two is that? Good character designs. The freaking gargoyle anyway. man and, and Alexander the Great. Anyway, Alexander how the Great doesn't shop on how, how, how we live in. I want to. I want to die. I actually do want to die. Uh, this is my first day off in three weeks, and I'm spending it recording a podcast about an anime I don't even like. <laughs> Welcome to my life. Hey, no, no, that, that's been this anime podcast for the past three years. <laughs> which, as of this month, it's been three years. Holy crap! Woo! Actually, this episode's coming up. This episode, if it gets edited in time, will come out like. The day before our three-year anniversary. Nope. So happy anniversary! Jeez. Holy shit! I've been here for a year. Oh my god. Well, yeah. I, I I did actually I did want to talk about it. The reason we didn't record this episode sooner is actually entirely on me this time, and the reason for that is we. Were it's sp- not been. Let's be fair, Moth. It's not been completely. It's also been me. Well, like we should have recorded two weeks ago, and and what happened is like I'm just minding my own business on a Saturday, and I have a friend's house that I go to to play games. And I've actually decided to stop going to his house because every time I do, I end up going out of town for a few days. Like, I'll go to his house and literally while I'm there, my boss will text me and be like, Hey, so I'm sorry, but the thing died and now you got to go fix it. Uh, your plane takes off in four hours. Cool. And that, that's actually what happened on Saturday is I was at a friend's house and my boss is like, Hey, so you need to replace the entire upper deck of a CT's cooling cabinet. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Where's it at? Like mainland Anchorage? He's like... Nah, you gotta get on a bush plane. <laughs> nice. We yeah, should have I... recorded two weeks ago, says the man who watched the first episode yesterday. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, this motherfucker watched the wrong show after being explicitly told <laughs> it's Dean's Stay Night. There's only one Dean Stay Night, Moff. You know, I'm sure if I looked up, like, Dean Stay Night, I'd probably get some, like, weird Breaking Bad edit. It's Fate Stay Night. Yes, but the studio who made it, the studio who made this adaptation is Dean, and every other adaptation is done by a different studio. Like, and I mean, like, who's the studio that does the other fates? Uh, Ofu Table. Yeah, Ofu Table. Uh, Persona and localization, all- go. No, we're we're st- we're still we. <laughs> Tid has not graced us with the knowledge of their life experience yet. I'm old. Uh, aside from that, <laughs> you know there uh, there I, are two ways to do good to take a visual novel and make it into a good anime, and we've already talked about one. And that was Demon X Machina, or no, De- shut Demon the fuck Bane. up! There shut we go. The fuck up, shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! <laughs> die! 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 And the die, other die, one die. is the Persona Four Golden animation, where they just cut out all the uninteresting parts. And just went straight ahead. Yes. Moth only likes like um, like uh, women when they are completely flash chested to the point where they could be mistaken as a dude. That is the exact opposite of what I like. 
That is actually the polar opposite of what I like. That is so far off base. That was a moth take. Either way, uh, I got older. I made a video on Silent Hill 2. I'm making a new one on 13 Sentinels. I've been traveling a lot because of the fucking wedding. And because of that, on the next episode or two, I'm not going to be fucking here. Because first, there's the preparations. And then I'm getting married and fucking off from society for two weeks. Fuck y'all. Uh, Let's go. You, you've you, Honestly, you deserve it. Tid, I'm a little bit worried about you. Because your viewer count has been going up like exponentially lately. And now you're going to lose them all by doing an episode on 13 Sentinels. Hell yeah, that's the grind, baby. I, re I reached max uh, level. Now it's New Game Plus. So have you beat 13 Sentinels yet? Yeah. Man. I refuse to game. play any game that makes you play as a woman. <laughs> I really wish I could say that's a uh, that's a joke, but Moth has has made this clear several times. Dude, I can't play the newest Tomb Raider games because like I, I hate watching a woman what die horribly. The US Tomb wait, Raider wait, games. Wait, wait, wait. You always plays as a woman in long Tomb Raider games. <laughs> Muff, I, I can't play the newest Tomb Raider games. They have a women protagonist. I think like the only the only <laughs> game I've ever been able to play, like truly play with a female protagonist was Bayonetta. Is it is it because you could just look at the legs and assume that the that it's a dude or something? No, it's I because mean, not, if not you get Bayonetta has manly legs, but if, that's the only thing I think of. If you get into that like Musuo gameplay feel where you're just like mashing buttons, you don't really care what the character you're playing as is. You're just like slamming buttons. Did you just say Bayonetta is a Musa? Yeah. <laughs> Am I wrong? So, 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 Ted, uh, <laughs> not not spoiling the thesis of your upcoming video. Uh, what 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 do you, you think about uh, what do you think about Thirteen Sentinels? Eh, it's okay. Barely a ten out of ten. <laughs> I, no, I think all, jo jo jokes aside, like. Uh, I didn't think I would make a video on it or that I would enjoy it as much as I did because I kind of know to expect when people tell me, oh, it's crazy, I can't say anything because spoilers. And one day I was like, wait, I've been playing for 13 hours. Shit, I need to make a video on this. <laughs> that happened yeah. to me. That happened to me the other day with fucking Shipbreaker. What the fuck is a Shipbreaker? So it's, uh, you, you would like it because it's an Eastern European work simulator. That doesn't. That does, it, is not it's, very specific. No, it's 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 like forklift. It's like forklift operator twenty twenty two or like no, you're, a truck you're simulator. You're confusing us with Germans. That's Germans. I would never confuse you with Germans. All Eastern Europeans feel the call to play work simulation games. Fuck off! This is historical <laughs> revisionism. <laughs> no, so ship shipbreaker. Uh, you would actually like it because it's a tongue and cheek protestant work ethic on us. Fuck you. It's a tongue and cheek. Uh, jab at late stage capitalism, which I still don't believe is a real word, and uh, unions. It's very pro unions, and the entire point of the game is you disassemble ships, and as time goes on, the ships that you're disassembling are less and less decommissioned. So, like, they'll have uh, liquid nitrogen in them that you can accidentally break and die. Uh, they'll <laughs> have like full going like nuclear reactors that can blow up the shipyard. You just you're like cool. It is, and the entire game is like very pro-union, uh, which, not to get into politics, uh, you know your job sucks when unions have to get involved. You know what? I hate the fact that you're right. I would enjoy this. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... No, I am very pro-union, but the thing you just said is true. Well, no, it's... it's it's. I, I actually think unions on, on paper aren't a g good thing, so when they have to show up, you know you've screwed up. Like, the point in which someone's like, yeah, we need a union. Like, your job sucks so bad that, yes, you need a union. 
Yeah. Um, that's uh, yeah. That game sounds really interesting. I uh, have been uh, living with a person taking up my working space for the past three months. Uh, who is good news, everybody? Uh, the guy living on our couch. He's out of here at the end of the month. Are you just uh, kicking him out? Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. On to the streets, motherfucker. He, uh, like, I, I don't want to say anything negative about the guy, because he's a good guy. But, like, the other day he just casually said to me, Oh, man, I, I have no money. And I was like, wait, you have no money? I've been letting you sleep on my couch for three months and not having you pay rent. Where, where's your money gone? <laughs> so I was like, you gotta go. Pachinko. Have you ever heard of the break news game fucking fade Grand Order. I that uh, heard. <laughs> that that's the thing. Yeah, I, so do you know Fate Grand Order is like the most money making game in, on the planet? Yeah. Uh, I refuse to I play think, it. I think Genshin might actually have un unthrown it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Genshin Genshin dethroned it, but for like just strictly cell phone because you 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 could play Genshin on like the Epic Game Store and whatnot. But just for like cell phone games, Fate Grand Order is the most profitable cell phone game of all time. Yeah, I believe that. That's and it's up. thanks to Korea. Um, I, ca I can't wait to uh, make my way through all of Fate now and uh, uh, start boot up that game and, poor, and, and like, waste soul. my life. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I tried to play it for like a week straight because somebody mentioned Blackbeard was a really fun character. And I was just... And then you saw Blackbeard was a woman? <laughs> no, Blackbeard's a dude. This is like one of the few games oh, where Blackbeard's okay. a dude. Um, That's why they call her. <laughs> it's a woman, but they call her the Black Beard because her husband is gay. Oh, I thought he was just gonna say because she doesn't shave her bush. I mean that that works too. No, it's Let's it's go. uh it's it's entire gameplay system super dated. Like, and and this is coming from a guy who's been playing the same One Piece game for eight years. Like, it's it's a super dated gameplay system. It's just not fun. So like, you really have to like fate to enjoy this game. I mean, that's, exactly. that's that's always too true for freemium games, like in that South Park episode. Now, no, it can't be too fun, or otherwise people wouldn't b b pay money to actually have fun in the game. Jeez. That, yeah. That's, that's uh, why I like Pirate Cruise, or Treasure Cruise, One Piece Treasure Cruise, because like th there are pay-to-win aspects, but if you choose your battles, you pretty much never have to pay a dime. Yeah, uh, I, I've been... Th so the thing is, almost all gacha games have a kind of dated gameplay um i think the only exception really is genshin impact but uh at this point breath of the wild is like five years old so i think i'll count that um no breath of the wild is like, older than that dude lambo's company save us in, dude breath, breath of, of the wild it came out in 2013 no it did not no it did, it did not yeah, no, dude, not. the Switch has been around for like eight years. No, no, what you're doing is this is you think the Nintendo DS came out like ten years ago. When in reality, it's been out since like 2001. Like the Switch has been out since 2013, Moth, Moth. Mike. Moth, I graduated in 2012. Shut the fuck up. No, dude, the Nintendo Switch has been out since 2013. Breath of this is like, the this is Wild the... came out March 1st, why are you, 2017. Why are you humoring him by actually googling it? <laughs> why are you doing this? Shut just, the just fuck. let him be. <laughs> like I can't believe it. Like I get it. He said it with a lot of conviction, but also he's so 
obviously just being a little shitter. I mean, I I know, but at the same time, this is the fastest way to cut this down. And also, I never had a Switch. And whenever people mention video, uh, Nintendo games, I have a crisis of faith about my ability to perceive time. Speaking <laughs> of the age of consent, is Persona 4 18 yet? Uh, yes. It, I think so. No, yeah, it, it the original out. Persona 4 came Persona out in 2008. 4 came out in 2008. Yeah. Oh. I remember that because 18, that was yeah. like oh, the 16, first... Oh, 16, like in Poland. Oh. I, I actually remember that because Persona 4 was the first time Let's I go. paid $70 for a game. And I was like, why the hell did this game cost $70? Why did it cost $70? No, is that like just the, the, the original, increase because it's Alaska? No, the original PS2 version of Persona 4 was like $70 at launch. And it wasn't because I bought it when it first came out. No, it's it was. It, here's the thing, because I've noticed this with Persona games. Uh, Persona Q or Persona Labyrinth did this as well. Is it Persona Q? Uh, Persona Q was like ten dollars more than any 3DS game I'd bought previously. I also bought that at launch. Have you considered it, it, that your dealer is scamping you? Dude, my dealer is GameStop. <laughs> it's the same price no matter where you go. Or is it? I mean, not. Not necessarily. GameStops are our franchise, so uh, a, a region can have a higher price. I, I, I still, but like, I was in Idaho at the time. Like, it was 2008. Persona 4 was like, or no, it was most games were $50 and Persona 4 was 60 or something. But it was like $10 more than every other game at the store. I could maybe believe Fucking that that was the case because that was like after the launch of the, you know, PS3 and Xbox 360. Uh, and they were increasing the price of games at that time, so I could believe that. GameStop Anchorage is like, okay, we got the one copy of Persona, we're waiting for that bodybuilder that can't count, put the price up to 70. <laughs> what was funny is I didn't even Dude, I... buy it for myself, I bought it for a friend for his birthday, and then I didn't play Persona 4 until it was on the Vita. I mean, you you were correct, you waited to the right time to play it, because yeah. the... I, I prefer launch P, uh, P4... Uh, only because I think the I like the voice acting performances a little bit more. Oh no, because I love um, the voice acting in Golden. It's so much better. I think Chie and for like Vanilla just sounds a lot. Better. You're you're probably right about that, but Kanji and Teddy both sound way better in Golden. Same voice actors for those characters. Okay, yeah, I'm totally. But we have more experience. <laughs> <laughs> Same voice actors. Uh, yeah. So so. Um, uh, there have been. We are currently in what would normally be an E3 time. Uh, yep. And uh, the video games are announcing a bunch of video games. Dude, Black Man, Dead look- Space. Let's go. Uh, are you t- are you talking about Callisto? Yeah. Protocol. There's no. What do you mean, Black Man? Dead the dude's Space? black. The main character's the, black. The the protagonist is black. He's, yeah. He looks like the whitest guy I've ever seen in my no, life. No, he's black. It's just. No, trust me. Even even Tidu here is saying he's black. I mean, Maybe, it, it might I be may- because it was dark, but and there wasn't any <laughs> attention. But like, he looks he he looks so white that he looks Nordic. What are we are we talking about the same game? I yeah. I mean, I, I that game does look sick. Yeah. By the way, that game that's that's the sick. only game I think I saw a trailer for and went, oh wow, I could play this. Uh. The, the the biggest problem with the the game the all the game announcements is that like fifty to sixty percent of them have been just like <laughs> procedurally generated survival crafting games like like can we please leave this trend I don't I don't care about this anymore. What you're not excited about Minds of Moria? Uh, Where the women no. actually have beards? 
No, why why would I be excited for women with beards? Because it's accurate that. to Tolkien dwarvenism, unlike the new TV show, where the women don't have beards for some reason. I completely forgot this show fucking exists. Like, it was people getting molding for a week, and then it disappeared. It's it's the exact same thing. It's the exact same thing with Neil Gaiman's uh, Sandman. I'm getting so like going ballistic about that. About fucking what? I I, I can't talk about it because Mike will cancel me. But just know that I'm pissed. Is it deaf because all the endless look different depending on who perceives them? That's kind of yeah, that. That's true. No, no, that 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 is true. And and that's like the one thing where I'm like, okay, you know what? Neil Gaiman himself said that like dream takes different forms because at one point Martian Manhunter shows up. And he's like, oh, he's the god of flames of dreams. Because I guess yep. Martians believe that's the same thing. It's It just, so, it, it looks, uh, I think the only character that actually looks their role is death. Or, not death, is dream. So it's like, uh... Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm not... Sorry, guys. I'm not very Sorry, excited. Guys. Yeah, I, I can hear the fucking dentist behind you. Uh, <laughs> if you guys just want to be silent for a minute, we can, like, cut this okay. out. Yeah. Moment of silence for Frog. God damn it. It's it's 1 p.m. You do your mowing in the morning. This is so fucking bullshit. Why would you mow your lawn? You can just close a window. Anyway. Uh, Sandman. Yeah, no, no. It's, 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 it's just that. Like, the issue is... Yes, Tidu is correct with the Endless. And this is the weirdest thing for me to get mad about. But it's just... Neil Gaiman himself, in both the comic books and the audio dramas, like emphasizes every given time like how incredibly pale death is it's like it was because she was his fetish character like death was absolutely <laughs> neil gaiman's like i want to have sex with a 16 year old goth girl because i'm an american comic writer and all i can think about is teenage girls like it, you know everything else i get that you know there's uh there was a lack of representation of people and i will always be for representing like minor groups mike you know this because i said i want like usopp to be played by a spanish moff dude. is all here for representing minors okay i'm all know. here for representation <laughs> but neil gaiman had a pedophilic love fantasy and i want him to lie in that bed so uh Moth, you do know that black people can be pale, right? No. That that's that's not like a, that's not a description of like whiteness. That's a description of like a lack of color. Black people can be pale as well. Yeah. Well, I the only thing I, I have to say about the Sandman trailer is the fact that I I I will watch it regardless because I'm a huge game and mark either way. But I saw that trailer being montaged like a fucking action flick, and I'm like, what are you doing? No, Do you know no, what kind of story this is? Yeah, that's the thing. The whole the whole thing about Sandman, and this is like the fact that more women like Sandman than men, because yeah, Sandman is just sexy men telling each other that they're gonna rip their souls out and have sex with their soul souls. Yep. Like, because he, you know, he has a weird love affair with Satan. He has like a weird love affair with Azazel. Like, even his brother Desire, or it, no, but Desire's like that brother sister, yeah. Yeah, brother sister. Well, they call him the brother because he's like the more masculine of the twins. But like, even then, it's just eh. no. no like, what was it? Oh yeah, desire despair. They were twins. Yeah, yeah. I think. I, I think my biggest issue, and and really, death isn't even that bad. It's the only person who looks like they're actually from the comic books is Dream. Everybody else just looks like a Tim and Eric skit where they just got people off the street and like, hey. We're going to call you uh, Destiny. Does that sound good? And it's just some, like, homeless dude with a cat. Which, honestly, would probably work <laughs> that, for that Destiny. That would be good casting for yeah. Destiny. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, it's kind of fucked up that you mentioned the character Dream from a comic book that is from the fucking 80s. And I, my, my first thought was like, wait, the YouTuber? What the fuck did he do this time? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So, so my biggest, I, like I said, my biggest issue with death is the fact that, like, I know for a fact that was Neil Gaiman's weird fetish character. So, like, I, I really want him to deal with, like, his awkward reality. Like, Mal Frank stomps and hitting himself in the eye. I, I am all for it. Gaiman's working on the, the this new show. Dude, yeah. it, but that's the same thing. Like, I could make a well-beloved, like, you know, everybody loves my work. And if Netflix offered me $50 million to butcher it, I would be like, hell yes. Like, I, I have very little faith in Netflix as a production studio because they are just ass. But, uh... I'm willing to give it a shot, cause oh yeah, no, it's gonna, it's gonna get a shot, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I I have not read Sandman, so like I don't have the reference for it. I actually own. I recently was gifted like thirty books. Uh, shout out to Saf. He doesn't listen to this podcast. Hell yeah, dude just Thanks gave me like thirty books. Thirty like Sandman books. Uh, I thought there was only like five. They're, 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 no, no, he gave he gave me two of the Sandman books. There's. Um, Two, uh, sorry, there's ten compilation volumes, but on the initial run, that each chapter of that would be like a one issue, so in total it's like a hundred issues, I think. Okay. Um, I was going to say, but though, yeah. I don't know if you noticed, Tid, if you listen to the audio drama, because that's how I got into it. Um, nope, I the, have not. The woman who does the voice acting for both Death and Delirium is the same voice actress for Mabel Pines, and I can't deal with that. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's, great. I, that's I, fucked up. I, I can't handle it at all because the whole time she's talking about like crib death and murdering infants in their sleep, and she's like, all I can imagine is her talking about her stupid pig, from like yeah, like I. Every time you mention like audiobooks or audio dramas, I get a bit sad because yeah, I could get Audible, but the uh, conversion rate of ten dollars into what I would actually pay is unfucking reasonable. Roughly. So I only get get what uh, audiobooks in Polish. Well, let me let me ask you. Like, how many uh, Palminis would it equal to buy one Audible credit? How many fucking what? Palminis, you know, like the the, the pa potato. You you mean pierogi? Yeah, pierogi. Those. Uh, and for <laughs> what amount of currency? No, so so ten U.S. dollars. How many pierogies could I buy with that in Poland? Ten dollars for pier. Uh, that's about forty zloty. I would say like three or four kilograms, depending on where you get them. Three or four kilograms. Whoa. So using shit. using the correct metric, uh, Tidu means about eight point eight pounds. <laughs> the holy shit! Do you know how much a pierogi costs me? Yes, two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, a single one. For that's what the fuck. Well, what it's, you gotta fuck. Yeah. You gotta realize pierogies are the perfect like Midwestern food because they're completely flavorless and filled with potato. So it's like perfect. It's That's deep the fried, worst thing you've ever said. flavorless, and filled with potato. Moff, Moff, I'm going to go to Alaska and fucking shoot you in the face for saying that pierogi are tasteless. They are. It's just hey, let's take mashed potatoes, put them in a dumpling, and deep fry them. It's mashed potato okay, and cheese, okay. and they're not deep fried. <laughs> they can be. I would yeah, let us explain butter, your country's pan food to you. Pan-fried, yeah, definitely, but not deep-fried. Look, I watch Life of Boris, same as everybody else. I think I know how to make a pierogi. Uh, so, man. I just want you to know the, I can't the, argue nice, that. the nice Polish man that, that uh, I buy my pierogies from is the best guy ever. 
Uh, so I'm gonna well, have the YouTuber? and the progies he makes are. Can we just point out Mike's oxymoron <laughs> and saying nice Polish? Is that is that is, is that what I'm not God, nice? Damn this fucking dude. <laughs> is that gonna become your thing, Tid? Where you just we we say a, a, an innocuous statement that's just tied to a, a YouTuber, and you just decide <laughs> that you're going to say like the YouTuber? No, oh, you mean like the fart puncher? <laughs> Oh, I love that guy. He punches those farts. Oh my gosh, Mike. Get, like, if, here's what you need to do. You need to, like, go outside and throw an unopened can of, like, Monster Ultra into traffic so he chases after it and gets hit by a car. Screw at that guy saying he's supporting the Antichrist by mowing his lawn. But, uh, so, so Mike, before we actually talk about Fate, did, did you want to talk about Persona? So, I didn't come into this <laughs> expecting to be violent today. <laughs> Um, because I didn't, I didn't know that Moth had a hard opinion on Persona Three, other than the music sucks, which he's wrong about. But other than that, I didn't think Moth had a hard opinion about Persona Three. I don't have a hard 3. opinion on Persona Three. I actually think it has some of the better characterizations in the Persona games, and they're leagues above Persona Five. So yeah. wait, so true. Yeah, like I, I think my biggest issue with Persona Three is the fact that everybody waifu's a toaster. <laughs> oh, <laughs> fuck you! Isn't her name like Aegis too? So it's already like the most generic yes. name for Deus Ex Machina. How is naming someone a shield a generic name for a Deus Ex Machina? Fuck it's off. actually weirdly common for robot waifus to be named Aegis. It's actually kind of weird. Name him. I can't. Yeah. Uh, so weird, obscure uh, JRPG that you guys never played. Uh, you know the Tales of Steel Steel series. Yeah. Uh, before it was Tales of Sears, it had like a, uh, a pre-run that was, I want to say it was called uh, Tales of Origin or something. I don't know. It was a Tales of something. And they were all made in like RPG Maker. And in the second one, there was a robot chick named Aegis as well. Thank you. Thank you, Moth. Thank um, you for the one example. No, not, not only that, I want to be very clear. He said it's oddly common. We probe him for an example. And he admittedly goes... Oh, uh, there's this niche little game you've probably never heard of. <laughs> I'm just, I'm pulling up characters named Aegis right now on my phone. Uh, Lady of Cosmic Fury. He's furiously Fear. Googling it so he's not owned. Well, here we go. I'll go to video games. Aegis Wing, Aegis Guardian of the Fleet, Aegis Persona, uh, Aegis <laughs> Mon. Games called Aegis. Aegis, a suit worn by Vanessa Schneider in Piano 3. <laughs> Aegis Reflector, that one guy uses in Street Fighter. Oh, Fiber. Aegis, uh, Xenoblade, that's one of Pyra's names, if, in the localizations. Uh-huh. Man, I, this, this, is this gets uploaded to YouTube, so I can't tell you to unalive yourself, but I'm thinking Well, it. no, uh, I'm fucking thinking Aegis it. is also the main antagonist in a portal game, so, like, yeah. Robot waifu's named Aegis, yeah. What, which fucking portal game? Portal Stories Mel. What the fuck even is that? that it was a puzzle like a platformer game. that was released for Windows, and it was on the Source engine. That's not the same series. No, it is. It's, it's Portal Stories Mel. It is from the Portal universe. Oh, yeah. We're part of the We Hate Everything fucking franchise. We hate anime. Yeah, no, I actually Sub don't have... Other than the fact that I think Persona 4 has a superior soundtrack, I actually think Persona 3 is overall a really good game. True. And the dungeon was kind of interesting, the fact that you could just let your AI companions die without helping them. Yeah. 
Actually, I like Tartarus. The fact that in Persona 5 they brought back Tartarus but made it worse really pissed me off. I would like Tartarus way more if it had eight different tile sets and not just four. <laughs> oh, quite honestly, that's all I need. That's why I like the dungeons yes. in Persona 4, because it's still like random bullshit, but now there's a different theme every few levels. That's nice. <laughs> No, see, I I actually agree. Like, if if I was in a if I was in a, a a conversation with someone discussing the pros and cons of of Persona, and someone said, "Well, the dungeons in four and five uh, have a little bit like have are are better," I'd be like, "Yeah." Uh, like, it, it's not gonna stop me from liking Tartarus because I I I do just kind of like a mindless grind every now and again, and if you over design a dungeon, mindless grind just goes out the window. But I totally get it. It's it's like it's 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 something that a lot of people will just drop Persona Three because of, especially when you get to the end of the game, and the game's like, yeah, reach the top of Tartarus, because like, even me, even when I reached the end of Persona Three the first time, I had not, I was like halfway up Tartarus because I I had stopped caring at some point. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. <laughs> Could Wait, you have seriously? Told you that before. <laughs> Well, I think my, my my strategy in any Persona game is just to like to clear the dungeon week one, like yeah, same, and just yeah. like free up the rest of my week, no problem. No, you need to uh, get the work I, I work out like... of the way so you can go on a date. That, that that's also my basic principle. So thanks to Mike, I, I'm probably not as angry of a person as I used to be, and it's just because I stopped paying attention to things. That's like why it was so weird that Sandman caught me off guard. Like, I, I've, I've even paid attention to, like, the new One Piece casting, and none of that made me, like, mad like it probably should have. Um, because, I like, I'm pretty laid back about things now. I, I, I'm, I'm particular about Sandman, not because of, like, racial reasons, but because of, like, <laughs> Neil Gaiman needs to suffer. That's why. why. It's like a weird... I mean, that's true. It's like a weird... Role. Dude, he's an American cartoonist from the 80s. He's a pedophile, and I want him to deal with it. But, uh, uh, or sorry, I guess the libertarian term is like, what, habebophile? Habebophile. file Like, something. A dendrophile? Alan Moore, if you ever hear this, I just want you to know that uh, I, I don't agree. I'm willing to work with you again. Um, <laughs> so just reach out, you know. Like, I will disown Moth for you. Jeez. No, uh... Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm happier person. I don't pay attention to anything. And so my Twitter feed got blown up last night because Mike decided to have a fight with localization people on Twitter, which is the most pointless argument you can make. My condolences. So I I did not... What I did... Okay, so so uh, some context. And the game announces... Uh, game announcements. At, at the X... So... <laughs> There's a lot of context that needs for this because there's a lot of anger here, and it's not about the localization shit. Uh, during the Xbox conference, they announced for the 25th anniversary of Persona uh, that Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royale are coming to Xbox exclusively. NPC. How is that exclusive? Yeah, they already have been out on like buy, seven PC other consoles. if you buy it through Windows. Yeah. Yeah, Persona 4 Golden's um, already on Steam, and that's the best Persona. Like, what are you complaining about? Uh, that's that's so not Persona 2, my, but okay. I, I, have, I have a lot of well, Which Which so Persona one. 2, Original Sin or, like, Divine Retribution? None of these are uh, the, the titles. Innocent Sin, yes. So... <laughs> 
Xbox is not the market for for a person. Bullshit. It's just not. There are plenty of RPG players on the Xbox consoles. Like Blue Dragon came out on the Xbox 360 and sold like <laughs> shit. Uh, and was shit. I there was a Star Ocean explicitly on the Xbox 360. Tales of Vesperia originally uh, was an Xbox 360 exclusive, and that's the best Tales of game. I, I don't know what you're talking so about. So far, Moth, you, so far, Moth, you've listed a bunch of 360 games. Yeah, exactly. So uh, only one of which did well. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Is like good. The, the Xbox also Star Ocean was not exclusive. It also came out on PS3. Yeah, later it was originally an Xbox 360 timed release. So like to, to you didn't even bring up Lost Odyssey like the one the one that I would give you any kind of credit for you didn't even bring up the really good yeah one. but the, the game is made so yeah <laughs> I, I, I I as a child as a child I, I I was like my mom was like okay I get you a PS3 or an Xbox 360 for your birthday and I was like well I like PlayStation I like weird RPGs but all my friends have a 360. All those games will come to the 362. So I got a 360. Clueless. Clue and for an entire generation I had to play a lot of games I didn't like. Yeah, same. Uh, and a lot of games but yeah. to be fair, I got into a lot of series that I otherwise wouldn't have tried. Well, yeah. Like I love Halo and love Gears of War. And now. Fusion Frenzy uh, was an Xbox exclusive too, and that game Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I love Fusion Frenzy. What are you talking about? It's like the best party game next to Sonic Shuffle. Uh, but yeah, so like these games got announced coming coming to a console that no Persona fan reason like most Persona fans reasonably do not own an Xbox. Uh, but if you have Game Pass, you can play them on PC. Yep. Yeah. Uh, or you can buy them through the Windows Store. So that's that's fine. Yeah. No, it's, I I, I uh, don't know why you're having an issue with games being more accessible to a larger audience. Like, what's wrong with that? Here's the rub. I wouldn't have an issue uh, if. The Persona 3 port wasn't the worst thing it could possibly oh, be. Oh, you mean it's portable? Uh, so, he, I like Persona 3 portable. I think it's fine for a second playthrough. Uh, <laughs> not for your first experience. And especially since, like, there's a lot of content just missing from that one. Like, a lot of content. And uh, this version, it's not a straight port. They're, they 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 ran the fucking backgrounds through an AI background. Oh, so they did the GTA art. thing, right? The, the yeah. what they did with GTA. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like garbage. It's fine though. It's not Persona uh, Four Golden, so it doesn't even matter. I'm going to strangle see, you. See, not, that's that's what Moth's actual stance is. It's not it's not Persona it's not Persona Three Golden. So well, why actually, I Persona Three is my favorite. I, as, lo as long as it didn't happen to the Golden Master Race, who cares? Well, about no, the that's Imperials? that's actually that's actually interesting because I'm kind of in the same boat as Mike, but for different reasons. And and it's kind of like where Mike's like, why did they put this through an AI machine? Um, they're relocalizing Persona Four Golden, even though a PC port. That has the original like PS Vita localizations already exists, and that was an amazing localization. Like Persona 4 Golden on the PS Vita is a phenomenal localization. I don't actually understand so, why they're relocalizing it. They aren't. Oh, uh, the localization team that's working yeah. on it. And this is where we're getting into the second layer of the kerfuffle, where I stop being a, a hater for Persona 3 Portable. <laughs> uh, 
all the lo- localization team is doing is so for Persona Three Portable and for Persona Four. They're putting in pronouns. They're adding X. They're <laughs> yes, they're adding blue hair and pronouns. <laughs> they had already had blue hair and pronouns. She was named Nato. <laughs> she, 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 was named, she was named the protagonist of P3. What they're adding, though, is just, like, Xbox, Xbox uh, uh, controller prompts. That's basically it. And then for Persona 3 Portable, they're fixing the really shitty translation. What was the bad uh, translation? Like they're, uh, in Persona 3 Portable, there were whole lines that were just still in Japanese. Oh, oh yeah, I remember that, and I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, that's literally all they're doing, but every single bedwetting virgin on the internet who thinks taking out the sexual assault minigame from Lolly Smell Simulator when it comes to the West, uh, is absolutely coming in their pants over the fact that someone who is a woman is, is posted that they're on the localization team, and that's it? And then they, like, scrolled through her feed and, like, oh, one time she said that she likes the Naoto is trans uh, uh, thing. So that means she's going to she's gonna make Naoto trans in the, in the localization. Ah! And it's like, no, shut the fuck up. You, you people are so annoying. I hate you. The Naoto is trans thing is so fucking funny because I once ha- I just posted that I like it because people can project whatever the fuck they want to do a story and their own personal journey to relate to a character and I got so many fucking angry people in my DMs. Holy shit. <laughs> well, wasn't because you you have to realize like the whole acceptance of pride thing is actually a really strictly a western thing. Like Japan is deeply transphobic and I always interpreted Naoto's story arc as like transgender was evil in her story arc. <laughs> Like, I got that she was actually a woman who wanted to be taken as a woman, but had to pretend to be a guy to be accepted in a male-dominated career field. That's what I always got from it. I, I mean, it is, though, well, yeah. I, I, that that is what it is, but the structure in which that storyline uh, conveys itself uh, deals a lot with issues of questioning one's gender, which leads to a trans reading no, of No, 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 that's, that's, that's um, Kanji's storyline. That, too. Uh, not really. Like I know that there are some people that have like a a, a kanji is trans reading. I don't. No, no. One. I have a uh, kanji is heteronormative. He just doesn't realize that tomboys are straight. <laughs> <laughs> that's you know what? That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah. Uh, no, so that, so that, I, that's I just, fine. I, Thank I, you. I by the way, Mike. Moth, moth, moth. I don't want to let something slide because you said something really stupid. <laughs> uh, and it's it's that like. Japan is inherently transphobic shit. Dude, they had a freaking uh, law that got passed that would sterilize trans people. Yeah, but, like, th- that is, like, saying, like, Moth, you know whenever, like, anyone in America looks at, like, Roe v. Wade getting upturned and then turned around and said, all of America is misogynistic, and you look at them and you roll and their eyes? And I'm like, yes, we well, are. You it's just called did the same thing states. they just did. <laughs> Like Japan is not a monolith, and there's a lot of pro-Japan, there's a lot of pro-trans and pro-LGBT well, Japanese media because creative types tend to be more yes, progressive. In yes, yes, that's yeah, true. They're, like they're, it's, they're, it's called um, Genuchikoshi. Thank you, thank you, my well, man. Yeah, you, you yes, will always thanks. you will always have cultural bohemians that will always be um, pro-openness. What do Czech people have to do with this? But like you, you, <laughs> you also need to understand that like. Like, having an exploration of gender in your piece of media isn't... It is not inherently 
pro or anti-trans or it's just something that you can do without being quote unquote like uh fucking a, a heathen about it like you don't have to make a if someone talks about gender you don't have to make a big deal yeah and it. i never did i but, thought naoto's storyline was fun and enjoyable actually i think she had kind of the weaker yeah, storyline because at that point i was burned out i i really don't like how that storyline ends because uh the the way you date her is by telling her to dress like a woman so that's a wait, little wait, weird you dated naoto uh, I've, yeah, I dated what? all... I, I what is... Like, I could play that game a hundred times and never date Naoto. Because she, she is Kanji's ship. You, you, don't, you don't cut Kanji, Mike. I played Persona 4 like five yeah, times. Yeah, and you know what? I, I will I settle down with Chie. <laughs> I will settle down with... Well, actually, Rize I won't settle down with either. I'll settle down with the nurse yeah. before I settle down with Naoto. Uh, you can't date the nurse, but you do get the fuck. Yeah, yeah. that's based... Like, I, I would go with the um, random drama club girl before I went with Naoto. And she, like, actually reminds me of one of my ex-girlfriends that I'm, like, traumatized of now. Because she used to gaslight me for not sleeping with her. But, yeah. Uh, moving on from that. I, I want to make it clear. Like, having a reading... Like, if a story deals heavily with gender identity... There will always be a way to look at that and view it within, like, a... a uh, a trans understanding because the trans experience I, I, most of my friends are fucking my, trans Mike just created the newest Orlando roller coaster <laughs> what? The, the trans experience the trans experience <laughs> <laughs> it's like the new Six Flags ride the pride flags trans experience but yeah you will like Moth I know that you deal with a lot of gender issues because you have uh, body dysmorphia that, that's not a gender like, issue that is like saying I'm male how could I be more male yeah yes, yes. that's a gender that's issue that's not a gender issue a gender issue is if like you don't like your gender no I like my gender no, so I want to be more my gender yeah Yes, and you and you feel inadequate because you aren't more your gender. Having like issues with gender isn't inherently I want to be something else. Oh, it, it can also be I'm not enough of what I think I should. No, no, be. I'm not man enough to no, 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 Mike, Mike, this, All right, so you have a letter that's assigned to you at birth, and you refer to the alphabet A to Z, right? And then you're okay. standing in a, a you're standing in a, a in a corridor with all these rooms lettered A to Z, and you can actually go into any of those doors that you want. Uh, and it doesn't really matter because that's the door you want to go into. I was assigned the letter A and I want to go into room A and I want to sprint straight through that room as fast as I can all the way out the damn window. Okay, but while you're sure. sprinting through it, why, why are, do you keep saying, why do I keep behaving like such a fucking D? <laughs> no, that's, that, no, no, no. That, like, I would say like going from the room A to D would be more transgenderism. I am A. I'm happy with A. Muff, I want to get through the A room as hard as physically possible. Muff? Yes. Uh, so my my entire point with this discussion is that you can have gender issues without them having to be trans related. You mean like Kanji? And you're over here like, no, I'm not trans. How could I have gender issues, Moth? You you like and and this is like we're gonna have a come to Jesus. We ain't having a damn come to Jesus moment on the fate episode. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If any episode needed one, it was this Let, one. Let's come to Saber. Got around you. But, but well, yeah, we'll let Mike finish what Moth, he was saying. Like, Moth, I love you. 
And when I see you, like, like <coughs> disparaging yourself because you don't live up to an ideal, uh, I, like, I see that as something that I've had to deal with. And my way of dealing with that was different from how you deal with that. And I would never say that you should be trans or non-binary. You very clearly want to be masculine. But you have a lot of issues with your own presentation. And, like... That is a gender issue. Like it's it's you're not trans. You're you're masculine. You're a dude. You're a he he he, and I'd never discredit that. But also, anytime you sad post about not having strong enough muscles, or like or like vague post about you hitting a plateau, you are feeling issues with your own gender identity. I feel like that's and more like, issues in my hobby. Like you wouldn't tell a guy who's having a hard time with archery that that's a gender issue. Well, no, but be, but like being an archer, like it, it, I, I, <laughs> it, it, if your identity is being an archer and you're not a very good archer, then that's an identity issue. But masculinity is is part of gender. It's part that is just what it is. And your issue with your like like weightlifting is that you don't reach that I, uh, gender ideal that you have for I yourself. I think that's pretty appropriate considering Archer is the most chat class in all of Fate, but go on. Jeez. <laughs> I was just going to say... Oh, we're going to talk about so it. Fate, this Fate anime features two Archers and one of them touches a bow. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I guess if we're going to talk about Archer, I, I, I kind of feel bad to an extent because I only could talk about the first three episodes of Fate, but I want to say that the protagonist has my favorite C-list superpower on the planet. Yeah, fucking trace everything. Uh, <laughs> What's he, wrong with your storage yeah. heater? Oh, I see. Yeah, like, I, 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 I gotta give this anime credit. I, there's a lot of things I don't like about the protagonist. Uh, his name, I think, is Emiya. Emiya uh, Shiro, yeah. Yeah, Sh Shiro, yeah I, I'm just gonna call him Emiya because I got the horror. Like, if we want to talk about bad localizations, I'm pretty sure what I watched for free on Tubi was, like, the 4Kids dub. Or, like, the 4Kids sub. <laughs> Because I, I, I'm not kidding you. Like, if you go back and watch the Tubi version, there was a point where they translated, uh, who, who's the girl with the thigh-high socks that, like, has the please dick me, like, psychotic personality? Rin Tosaka, best girl. Yeah, uh, they yeah. introduced her as the Hime of grade 11. And at no point <laughs> did they, well, they called her the princess of grade 11. And at no point do they call her an Ojo. At no point do they call her an Hime. They, they actually say, like, something of, uh... Non, uh, 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 each knee. Sorry, she's something of the knee class because in Japan, when you're in high school, you're still grade one through three. You're not grade eleven. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just sitting here. I'm like, do I have a really bad translation of this? That's why piracy wins, baby. <laughs> no, dude, Tubi's free. Uh, I mean, Tubi is 100% free. It's that, basically free piracy. So is piracy. <laughs> you can watch literally all of uh, Peter Jackson's movies on Tubi, except for The Lord of the Rings. Then what's the uh, fucking point? <laughs> you can watch all of them except for... For the like, best the Are you kidding ones? me? Uh, Dead Alive is a phenomenal movie. Okay, fire. Dead, uh, yeah, so is the musical uh, he did with Muppets yeah, before Avenue Q came out. Wait, Avenue Q is Peter Jackson? No, no, no. Avenue Q is a musical, but before that, Peter Jackson made a raunchy musical about Muppets having sex before Avenue Q. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm glad you clarified that, because otherwise I would have lived the rest of my life thinking that 
that uh, Avenue Q was done by Peter Jackson, and, and I'd have an ego. I mean, Steven Spielberg did Freakazoid, so what's who's to say? Did he do Freakazoid? True. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Now my Tubi recommendations are totally messed up. By the way, thanks. No, no it was no called uh, it was called Meet the Feebles, and it's like you can tell it's Peter Jackson because the main starlet of Meet the Feebles looks like the guy's mother at the end of Evil Dead, and it's just terrifying. <laughs> but yeah, um, so now we should probably you know we've we've already talked about it a little bit. Really transition to fate. <laughs> Speaking uh, of the transition episode, <laughs> transition. Uh, Fate Stay Night, also known as Dean Stay Night. Fate Stay Night 2006. Uh, this is, uh, it's, it's an anime from, it's, it's an anime from that time when, like, no anime makers really knew what the fuck they were doing with, with digital, uh, uh, fucking production. Um. I mean, hey, studio. Actually, this actually, like this, um. Fucking ass. Do you remember in the first year of the podcast, I actually mentioned that there was a dark era from about 2003 to 2007? This yeah. is smack dab in the middle of that dark era. Yep. Yeah, yeah so it's, it's, they, and I'm not kidding when I say there's like a dark era in anime where the only thing you have to watch was, uh, Azumanga Daio, so God forbid you watch anything good during that era. I mean, you could watch yeah. Azumanga Daio. It's not good though. Fuck you. No, it's it's literally that is a like, everybody remembers like the bike jacking scene from the first episode and then that stupid baking is so fun and that's like all they have in their brain. But in reality, the whole entire show is actually dull and uninteresting. What well, what about Nori Wakamoto Cat? Hello, how are you? My daughter is going to America. <laughs> There's also the famous uh guy grabbing a picture of his wife and going my wife. My wife. <laughs> That, yeah, but there's so many enemies that do that. No, that was the first no, one. That was that's literally what the that tape, was the first. The I'm pretty sure Golden Boy did it first. No. All right. So anyway, yeah. Because because waifu waifu is a borrowed term. Like like the concept of marriage existed in Japan, but like uh, they had their own word for it, and like. Uh, this dude in an anime was the first one. To, like, granted, I'm not saying he was the first one ever in Japan to say waifu. <laughs> the first person uh, in Japan to know the concept of wife. <laughs> but, but before it was, that, like, in... the first anime. It was the first popular anime that featured a character using the term, and so that now has cursed the internet for the rest of time. I, I have a question for you. What's that thing called when Naruto animates for like 20 minutes straight? Sakura. It's called like sashimi. An anime. Uh, it's sakuga. Thank you. Why did oh, they blow okay. all of their sakuga on the first episode when nothing happens? No, they didn't. I mean, no, they absolutely did. That was the thing. I actually remember watching the first episode, definitely with more interest than the the following episodes. The first episode is weirdly well animated compared to the next two. Hmm. Like, go back and watch the first episode again. I don't again. think a single episode of this is well No, animated. the first episode has, like, some really weird animation, but it's not for, like, good things. It's, like, a girl's walking, and they animate a bunch of strands of her hair for some reason. Oh, that was, that was just probably for a dramatic effect. Well, no, but, like, it, but the entire first episode has, like, a much higher animation budget than the next two that I watched. Did you watch the uh, Unlimited uh, Blade Works from 2014 by, by accident and then switch to the 2006 one? No, I I, I, I literally was because like they they introduced the teacher from Azumanga Daio as well, who like screams at her students. <laughs> it is fucked up how she is just an Azum Azumanga Daio. She is, yeah. yeah, yeah. I actually remember watching. it. I'm like, why are they just doing like Azumanga Daio skits in this? 
It's fucked up that... She is probably the best character. Ta Taiga is so unrelated to plot at any point, but also she gives you all the bad ending explanations and the gags in the visual level and just, that doesn't translate into the anime at all. That's fucked up. But but because I, I, I can't speak on the further episodes, let me just tear down Emiya's character real quick. Emiya is such a traditional, like, uh, soft harem protagonist. It's not even funny. He's like almost Tenchi Muyo with how bad his character design is. Oh, and I love Tenchi yeah. Muyo. Tenchi Muyo is my favorite harem of all time. And this character is just like somehow worse than Tenchi. And Tenchi is not an A-lister by any means of character oh, personalities. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree that Shiro has zero design, but that's because you don't see him in the entire visual novel. Because he's from the first person yeah. perspective. Yeah, but, but even then it's like, 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 let's deal with his motivations. The only reason he does the Grail War is because he finds out the reason he's an orphan and almost died 10 years ago was because of the previous Grail War. And I'm, I'm guessing that's what happened, because they didn't quite make it clear at the end of episode 3. Oh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that is what happens. Yeah, so he doesn't like violence. And actually, he was like a semi-sensible character for a good minute, because he's like, hey, I don't want to do this, so what do I have to do to get out of my job here? Like, I actually appreciated that. I was like, hey, here's a soft boy, he's not bred to fight, he's not a good sorcerer, and he wants to get out of what he's doing. I can appreciate this. Yeah, um... But then he immediately won. He immediately, well, he's he's like, he's a doorstop or a, a doormat. He's a doormat. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 And that's, that's like, like the entire point of his character. Yeah. Him being a doormat only like, the like. It's not until like episode twenty-two, I think, until him being a doormat becomes an actual plot point. Well, I mean, like, a, an important plot that, that, That's a bit, bit because, fucked like, up with, uh, you know, the, all the adaptations, quite honestly, of Fate, because they never inter uh, adapt the internal dialogue of his. And, like, in visual novel, it becomes much apparent much faster. That There's something pretty fucked up about him. Like, he doesn't ever think about himself. It's always the others. And that's a big problem. Well, I... I yeah. It, I, it, it, it doesn't feel fair to compare a newer anime... Uh, when this came out in 2006, and like this one, I think even the manga wasn't serialized till 2017. But if you want to see a good doormat character, like watch Iramakun, which actually almost has the exact same starting plot as Fate, where a kid basically, really, where a kid no, gets no, adopted no, no, by a no. super powerful magic user and has to survive in a world he's unfamiliar with. I wouldn't say Kiritsu was very powerful, but go on. <laughs> That is not the that is that is not the plot of 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 uh, of, of Irumakun, nor is that the, uh, the 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 plot. That is the exact plot. In Arumakun, moth in Arumakun, Aruma is sold to the devil so because his parents have no money. Okay, and, uh, okay, you you took my explanation, you expounded on it. Just let me have my surface level. <laughs> no, I won't. Everything in this world is nuanced, and you de See, deleting nuance only makes that's, communication That's what harder. gets me, though. Like, You know why I'm so much happier than you? Because nuance isn't real. That's a term that didn't exist 20 years ago. Like, yes, your weird does. evergreen term. Evergreen was not a phrase 20 years ago. Moth, just because you weren't born 20 years ago doesn't mean there were no words before. I am the oldest person on this podcast. Here's the thing. The reason people are unhappy is they're using words that didn't exist 20 years ago. If you say yeet, if you say dab, if you say swag, like, these words make you unhappy. There are words that make you happy to say, like, family. Un unhappiness. Or this is, this welcome home, dad. <laughs> 
this is amazing. This is my. I think. I think if I ever heard a trad actually use this argument, I I would start believing them just just because of how much my brain would shut off. <laughs> the funny thing is, I'm being a hundred percent sincere. Right. Family is is good. Yeah, you, you got it. <laughs> Like, you know why your dad didn't come home for buying milk? It's because he heard you say YOLO. (laughs) (laughs) So words that didn't exist 20 years ago, coins of phrases that didn't exist 20 years ago, if you say it, it actually makes you miserable. All of depression started in the year 2002. We had words that made people... 9-11, happy times. 2002, garbage. we, We had words that made people happy, and they're all in the Bible. No, they're not. <laughs> if you need there some is. newer, if you need some newer words, the Book of Mormon came out in 1830. Those are the show newest. Show me, you can. God, I knew, I knew you were gonna fucking show say me the that. Fuck you. Point where the Book of Mormon or the Bible mentioned twin tails. There's none. Fuck you. You're wrong. Are you kidding me? The Book of Revelations <laughs> and lo, I beheld the comic comet, and it had twin tails. Fuck off. <laughs> Where do you think the twin-tailed comet from Age of Sigmar came from? It was the Book of Revelations. God damn it. Jesus Christ. Anyway, uh, Shiro, uh, I want to talk about... So, I don't... The Doomsday Night's really weird uh, in that there's a lot of plot points that just don't get explained very well. Oh, yeah. And, uh, like, like, for example... Uh, later on, like like uh, Saber's whole thing in the beginning is that she has an invisible yep. sword, uh, and it's cool. And then like after uh, after Sh- uh, Shiro uses his uh, his weird abilities to manifest what the sword should look like, it just stops being invisible for. Some yeah, time. I think they just gave up with animating that honestly, because uh, that's the issue is that it's uh, her sword is in a shift that makes it invisible. It's invisible air, uh, and she keeps that pretty much. All the way through in the uh, fate route, but here she was Excalibur once, and then it's oh yeah, I guess, I guess it's visible. I guess it fell off. Whatever. <laughs> it, which is extra weird when later the sheath becomes an, uh, a plot. That's a different sheath. <laughs> I always thought the fact that her sword Fuck was you. invisible was in reference to her penis, and the fact that she has a kid later in the series. No, not like fathers. Uh, uh, earlier in the series, but yes. Wait, earlier in the series she has a penis. No, no, but because, like, technically speaking, fa- the root, fate root is when King Arthur dies uh, because she gets teleported all over the fucking place to find the Grail because she never did in her life and she has to to complete the legend. And she fathered Mordred and was killed by him way before this even started. Oh, uh, she, real, she got real, she got a dick from Merlin. That's canon. Real quick, um, can can we <laughs> talk about what the Holy Grail actually is in real life? Do you guys actually know what the Holy Grail is? It's a cup. It's uh, a clay and or pewter cup that Christ used at the Last Supper to tell the disciples, and this is my blood, please drink from it. That's the Holy Grail. It is a yep. pewter cup. It is not some grand golden chalice. I mean, Indiana Jones well, got it right, yeah. Uh, Moth, at the end, when they show you the Holy Grail forming, uh, it's not a chalice either. It's just a big demon ball. <laughs> I just, uh, yeah. Fate, but, uh, fate falls into the wonderful category of Japan doesn't understand Christian lore. Yeah, that's because the entire uh, thing about this being a Holy Grail war is bullshit. It's just a scam to get pages to get into it and kill each other. That yes, uh, that, that that is like explicit, but only in like the last two yeah. episodes. Do they? Oh, is yeah, it the whole like? 
I, you guys were all playing my weird game all along where I'm just trying to reduce the total number of mages in the population. Kinda, but like the entire setup here, spoilers for Fate by the way, hey, if you care why you're listening to this episode. But like the entire point here is that a free families of mages, thank you, uh, got together and said, hey, if we get enough magical energy, we can get to like the core root of all magic. That would be pretty cool. To do that, we need to summon seven powerful souls. Let's use the souls of heroes from history. And to make sure that the ritual is complete, we'll invite a bunch of other families. We'll tell them that, oh, it's a magical grail that grants your wish, but actually we'll just dupe them into killing each other uh, to get to this truth. And then it went wrong. <laughs> Well, if if you wanna yeah. if you wanna kill a culture, you don't have to have a Grail world. You just need gentrification. <laughs> See, this is before the gentrification was invented. Yeah, that, that was I'm like pretty sure canonically I'm pretty speaking, sure the ancient Romans invented gentrification. But go on, Umfi. No, canonically speaking, the the Grail wars have been going on since before King Arthur's time. So, like, it's been going yes, on. Yes, the Holy long, Roman yeah. Empire. <laughs> you realize that they actually gentrified the British Isles and removed an entire religious culture. They should have done it harder. They didn't no, harder. they shouldn't have. The people of the Isles were a wonderful like social group, and now they literally only exist in fantasy because we have no recorded history. I like how he's calling them the people of the Isles instead of like the Bretons or <laughs> any of the other actual people that live uh, there. Because... <laughs> well, you, well, you got to deal with the fact that, like, yeah, you had Bretonia, but, like, when you say Bretonia, people immediately think of, like, pre-Arthur British people that all, like, suck dick on the Roman Empire because they missed it. Like, I'm trying to I'm trying to classify the Avalonians here, which is now a fictional culture because we didn't write them down. Hey, you know what's uh, where Avalon is? In fate. <laughs> I hate that, you. That, that gets yeah. referenced. I hate you. A a Avalon is the name of her ultimate... Sword? That, 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 that's the scabbard of the sword. Which is, as per yeah. Arturian legend, hey, this sword is really cool, but actually this scabbard, it means you won't ever get injured. Don't fucking lose it. And then she loses it. <laughs> I hate this. It's Okay, it's really... The, the, the whole scabbard shit is so fucking stupid. <laughs> it it I, made I, I, sense I, 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 in Inuyasha. <laughs> no, you, you understand, Moth. From the... So, so spoilers. Uh... At the end of the last Holy Grail War, a big genocide right. happened, and uh, the guy who won found Shiro, you know, his father, found him dying, and he was like, oh shit, you're dying. Hey, Saber, give me your immortality scabbard. I'm going to put it into this child. Oh, to be fair. And then adopt uh, him. As per Fate Zero, that happened a bit differently. It's that uh, the scabbard exists physically in our world, and they used it to summon her, and they just never gave it to her, because fuck you. Kiritsuga, I mean, yeah, yeah, Kiritsuga is a horrible person. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's it's really... His characterization in Dean's Day Night is really inconsistent. He's, he's either a demon evil guy, or he's a literal saint. I mean, like We're talking about Emiya's father, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. Shiro's perspective, he was a saint because he has saved him. But in reality, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so I, I, you have to tell me, is this the fate where uh, Alexander the Great shows up? No, that's fate zero. No. Okay, so the fate zero is the good fate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This this fate has uh, Medusa. Oh yeah. Who? That's right. Yeah. So right. so let's talk about Medusa here for a sec, Mike. You're about to get into the mobile game. Medusa is a B-class summon. Medusa. She is that. literally a B-class. 
I mean, she she yeah. is a big classic her, her, visual novel as well. So yeah, her her abilities don't aren't like she, she, like her abilities aren't like stone turning. Yeah, because she's one she's of the three like, Gorgon sisters. She's not like like a lot of like a lot of fate characters like servants. Uh, they should have been a different class, but they decided to not make them that class. Uh, she should have been like a magus. And what is she instead? An archer. Uh, she's a writer. Oh, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, because Pegasus was born from Medusa's blood after her head was cut off. And Fair she's enough. almost a Pegasus. You know what? That's, that's fine. Actually, that's cool. They're, they're keeping it lore accurate. Also, uh, my, but my, her, all of her abilities have to do with magic. You're saying that her gaze doesn't pull people into stone. Not in fight this route, and I'm going to repeat this a lot this episode. <laughs> Wait, are you for real? Like, she actually fucking can turn people to stone? She is a much bigger character, and her gaze is used as an actual weapon in Heaven's Fuel, yes. Oh, that's... Okay, you know what? I'm, I'm getting into fate, guys. <laughs> so, I have I'm a question it. for you. Uh, when does... Because I only watched the first three episodes. When does Nico Arc show up? <laughs> not in the series! Not, She's from Tsukihima! Nothing. Tsukihime, you mean? Yes. Princess of the Moon? Yes. Okay, just just make sure. Wait, that visual novel that predates Fate, she's from that? Yes. Yeah. I thought she was it's both they're both type I thought movies. she was just King Arthur. Like but No, ne Neko Ark, she's Arcuate. She's the main girl from Tsukihima. It's not Neko Saber. Oh, that would make sense. Neko Saber is a gag drawing someone did once. <laughs> that, makes, that makes sense. Doesn't doesn't Neko Ark have the same like voice actress as uh, one of the girls from Kill la Kill? I mean, she might. Probably. She, uh, one of her versions has the same voice actor as Alucard, so... <laughs> oh, the boy? The, 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 the chain-smoking guy version? Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> that, that's Look, Georgina Kata. I don't know anything about Fate, okay. but I will accept the fact that Nico Arc's a great meme. Because she's just hammer-pants the so, anime character. Yep. <coughs> so, yes. Moth... You have seen you watched the first yep. three episodes. So the 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 servants you've seen are Lancer, Archer, and Saber. Yes, right? and then Baki's dad shows up in the last part of episode three. Bazaka. 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 None of you have ever seen Clerk, so I don't want to hear you say that ever. I fuck you. I have seen. Not only have I seen Clerks, I've also seen the Berserk uh, fucking goofs that were cut off, uh, cut out from the dub. Honestly, Moth, I Clerks used, 2 is I better than Clerks be, 1 in uh, every way. Shut the fuck that's up. Really, that's a terrible... I used to be a Kevin Smith, like, like stan. So, like, I've seen everything that guy's done, and most of it sucks. Then that's but, uh, I do like really Clerks. weird to me that you called Kevin Bacon Kevin Smith just now. What? Yeah, the the writer of Clerks, Jay and Silent Bob. That that's Kevin Bacon. <sighs> so, what do you think of the three <laughs> servants you've met? Uh, honestly, I like the way they introduced the first one. I think it was Lancer. They introduced yeah. the first. I I liked his. I have some things to say about Lancer. I like how they introduced that. him. I like that he just straight up went for like. Oh, wait, no, the other guy went for the throat. I liked him, too. He just straight up murdered somebody for being a civilian. Like, I could respect that. No, that was Lancer, yeah. <laughs> okay, the blue guy straight up murdered somebody for being a civilian. And, like, yep. the red guy's an arrogant dick. Like, I, I can dig both those personality traits. 
So true. The the red guys are. Yeah. True. Okay. So so Lancer murdered somebody for being an innocent civilian. Uh, Archer's introduction, where he just landed in the ceiling in a lounging position, was great. Yeah. Um. So, do you know who those characters uh, are? I'm going to assume. No, I don't know who either of them are. They even said who he was in the second episode, and I told or the third episode. Yeah. Uh, they they don't say explicitly who Lancer is, but they say the name of his spear. And if you know that the spear, then you know yeah. who it is. It's um, Kukulain. He's Kukulain. Who? Kukulain. But who historically is that? The famous Irish. Uh, oh, like, uh, yeah, because uh, she says he's like the spear of Gay Bog or something. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the Gay, gay Bulge. Bulge. Yeah, uh, I actually. And... Well, because I was like, okay, King Arthur recognizes him, because I know she's Arthur. I'm like, oh. No, Arthur, Saber does not recognize him. He recognizes oh, her. Oh, well, she, she mentioned something. I'm like, she's speaking in Irish, so he's some reference to an Irish person. It's fucked up how uh, Saber being King Arthur is like this big mystery in fate. Because, oh, maybe she's, I don't know, Jean d'Arc, because what other fucking female hero exists there? But everyone knows this and is becoming him at this point. Oh. Um... Uh, who is Archer, by the way? Uh, do you want me to spoil it? Because that's the big plot point of Unlimited Blade Works. Do it. Uh, it's yeah. Shiro from the future. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, Shiro. That's so the stupid. The main character? Right? Yes. That's pretty dope. So he it just is. wanted to get Holy with Rin. shit, that's awesome. So he, he just wanted to get with the girl with the thigh-high socks. So he came back in the past. Yeah, basically, what he did was uh, his entire life, I want to be a hero, I want to be a hero. Then the spirit of Earth goes like, hey, Shiro, do you want to be to help save me and prevent humanity extinctions every time it happens? Sure. He becomes uh, what is called the Counter Guardian, which is basically like a white blood cell of the Earth. And every time he appears, gotta murder a bunch of people. Let's fucking go. And he gets to the point where God. he's so disillusioned and hates it to the point where he, he gets summoned to the Grey War. Uh, because Rin's amulet that she used to heal Shiro, she used as a catalyst for summoning when she wanted to summon Saber, so she got him, despite, you know, the timeline shenanigans. And uh, he, he's like, it just okay, works. I, I'm here, I'm here, you know what? Let's fucking kill myself and time paradox myself out of this, this reality. Fuck this. Gosh, I can really just this appreciate awesome. that. Yeah. So is is this makes the fact that, that he, they use the same ability a lot cooler yes. to me, because I thought... So is Berserker then like Hannibal That's of so Carthage? Stupid. Uh, no, Berserker is Heracles. Oh, seriously? Okay, so yep. they, they, they really are going yep. with like fantasy lore here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's yep. Berserker uh, and a, he a has servant. to die 13 times because 13 labors. Nice, that's great. No, 12 labors. 12, 12 yeah. labors. Well, 13 for good measure. Uh, <laughs> no, the, the extra one is for just like, you know, a standard human life. <laughs> Um, it's really funny whenever they get to fighting Berserker, because, uh, uh, Archer kills him, like, five times. Yeah. And he has, like, seven lives left. And then they get to the fight where, where Berserker's fighting Shiro and, and, uh, Saber. And, like, that's when they summon the, 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 the sword for the first time. And the sword, the replica is so powerful, it kills him seven yeah. times in a single strike. <laughs> It's so fucking chuny, I love it. It's so, like that's 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 it. That is it exactly, Tid. Fate is the most chuny shit in the yeah, fucking world. Yeah, it's great. I love it. No, Holy when you're talking shit. about chuny, are you talking about like the the chuny boom? Like that 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 term 
Chunibyo. Yeah. It's a term that refers to people who act extra. Okay, yeah, that's exactly what you uh, guys are talking about, yep. Uh, this is like... Like, like, just, just the, like, the, the, the unlimited blame work, blade works chant, which is raw. It's, it's raw a raw fuck, chant. Yeah. I love that chant, <laughs> uh, which you didn't get to see. He only does it once in this, and it's not the full unlimited blade works. Although you do see, inside you know what's of it, fucked up? But it's not uh, like, in the visual novel. You don't even mm. see that fight. They fully add it in the anime because it's a cut to black. Then Shiro and Rin and Saber having a threesome, and then Archer's fucking death. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, also, Muff, you miss the characters just fucking and sucking for power. It's it's so strange. Yeah, I, I don't actually feel like I lost anything there. I, I, do, I do actually want to talk about him, like, back to his character, though. I I just don't like Emiya. You know, when we talk about, like, good protagonists, I've, I've been watching, I, I hate to say it, but I think my favorite protagonist of this anime season has been uh, the main character from Trapped in an Otome game. Because he is so vindictive and evil. Like, somebody betrays him, he doesn't forgive them. He, like, watches their family die and says, you know, I could have stopped that, right? Uh, like, that's fair. I'll probably end up finishing that show at one point, because I, I, I watched a good chunk of it, and I did, like... I actually yeah, kind of like it, uh, just because the world... Well, that, uh, I think the two um, animes from the season that I've really been going down the rabbit hole for is, like, that and Dance Dance Densor, which is a freaking ballet anime. Uh, weirdly enough... Wait, have you not been watching, like... Have you, have you not been watching, like, Spy's Family? Oh, well, of family? course, yeah, but that's kind of like... That's, that's like the, okay. the hero okay. academia of the season, where it's like, of course I'm watching this. I do indeed brief Oxygen, yes. Yeah, no, it's, uh... Weirdly enough, the one that's been disappointing to me is Kong Ming. Like... How dare you? No, no, Kong Ming, like, should be a <laughs> lot grander than it is, because they took a really far-out-there plot, and then they neutered it. No, you just wanted it to be about Kong Ming when it's actually about the, the other the characters. The title is called Ya Boy Kong Ming. It's not Ya Boy Blonde yeah, Oomphie. because he's... Moth, Moth, Ya Boy? Ya Boy is not the... Anytime you refer to someone as Ya Boy, he's not the, the protagonist. Then why is he in the title? He's your fucking guy. That would be like if you called it Caesar Dies in the Bizarre Adventure as the name of your anime. I mean, based... <laughs> It's like, yeah, boy, Caesar's Apelli, the anime. <laughs> yeah. You know what? If they called, if they called fucking a a part two, yeah, boy, Caesar's Apelli, that'd be accurate. That would be an accurate uh, description of that part. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but back to fate, because I just derailed this. I'm sorry. I don't have a lot to say, because I watched the three episodes, and I was just reminded that I don't actually care for fate. Um, he... And here's, here's the thing, Moth, by the way. Uh, if you had watched more... The entire first half of Fate is characters will fight, one of them will be, like, winning slightly, and then the one who's winning will click their tongue and run okay, away. Okay, that seems stupid. Uh, Kinikarasu yeah, is the really, really, really bad, bad at pacing stories. This is a consistent problem, unfortunately. You know, well, like, here's the thing. Like, when I tell people, I'm like, hey, you know, the first two episodes of Golden Kamuya are rough because it was a brand new animation studio, like... I'm like, I'm sorry if you don't like the first 40 minutes. I can't really get around that because it's essential for the plot. There's a difference between that and like, hey, you have to watch the first 13 episodes before it gets good. That's like a Final Fantasy 14 player telling me I'll enjoy the game once I unlock the Astrologian class. No, I, no, I, I, the difference here, Moth, is that, like, I'm not telling you that you should watch, because Dean's Day Night is famously a bad adaptation of Dean's so Day Night. why are we watching Even it? I know that as someone who's not into because it. Because it was requested. Be, be, 
Yes. <laughs> we were paid money for this. Can, can, can he request that we watch Carnival Phantasm instead? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. Daniel, Daniel, you you want to reach out to us? You want us to, to watch something else? You just let us know. I I will even watch the Lolly one. If <laughs> I'll watch Rain the Conqueror. Let's do that instead. It's the better Alexander the Great story. Yo, Rain the Conqueror, an anime I haven't thought of since. Yeah, I was because 12. that's when it went off Adult Swim. Um, but yeah, uh, I I'm not over here saying like yet yeah, like like you moth will be like oh you don't like the 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 beginning of of my favorite show. Fuck you, you suck. I hate you, and I'll kill your yeah. family. I'm over here like yo. The first half of Dean's Day Night sucks. The second half is only a little bit better. <laughs> it's interesting, though, and that's it. That's it. I just think Fate's interesting. I'm interested in the series now. The show, Dean's Day Night, fucking sucks. So, all the characters even suck, Fate though. Like, if you, if you think about it, Arthur's not an interesting character. I think the only character... Saber rules. Oh, sorry. Right. Saber's not an interesting character. Archer, so far, has been the only character that I've watched. Like, her, er, him and Tiger are like, okay, these are good characters. Everybody else can go out the window. No, I... Oh, very disrespectful. I, I like, like most of... The, a lot of the characters I like. The, like, the only character I, I really don't like is probably Gilgamesh. Uh, Gilgamesh the dick. Um, like I like his uh, ego, but it's better elsewhere than in Fate. Well, you realize yeah. like how the anim the anime starts three separate times. If if you weren't paying attention, it starts with a summoning ritual that doesn't explain anything. It starts with a flashback where it doesn't explain anything, and then it starts with him being doted on by the soft-spoken childhood friend character. And those are like three red flags right there. And that's also how the VN starts, but they cut out like eighty percent of the content. Yes. Honestly, like you want to you want to know how to start an anime well, watch Dungeon of Black Company. That is a phenomenal start to an anime. Yeah, that's a great start for a show that I dropped. <laughs> I don't know how you the dropped first it. It's really good. I, I uh because it it's got boring in the second No, episode. it didn't. It is just that capitalism is bad. You should exploit it the anime. You should love it. M moth moth just because some first of all, uh the, the Black Company anime, uh, it's it's a story of a dude who is, was exploited under uh, capitalism who then is like, yo, how can I exploit people? So it's, so it's not even like capitalism's bad, it's just capitalism's bad for real. No, capitalism's good for me, but I do it satirically. Mike, you don't pay attention to the subtext. <laughs> I need Mike, to Mike, there, there's something. You think Persona 4 is about how TV is bad? <laughs> that is the entire premise of Persona 4. The overlying no. theme of Persona 4 is that the TV alienates Moth? you from Moth? people. And it keeps That's you from getting better Moth? help. The framing of the television and the Midnight Champ channel exists Dude. as an explicit metaphor for how others perceive you in society. You dumb Society. bitch. No, it's, it's TV prevents you from getting better help like a psychiatrist. Speaking of which, I'd like to thank this I, episode's you know sponsor, BetterHelp. <laughs> God damn it, I was about to say that. <laughs> Fuck you. So, That's right, BetterHelp. If you want to donate, if you want to give all your money to a bunch of people who uh, are not actually certified therapists... Better help. Honestly, I mean, just though, give can, money to us and we'll tell you we're great. Can, can I can I mention the fact that I've like I've never met somebody who's going to college to be a therapist who would be somebody that I'd want to get therapy from? Oh, like like <laughs> oh. people so, who so study. You, so you, 
So you will get therapy from me. Gotcha, gotcha, People who study therapy are more broken than the people they're trying to help. I mean, have you tried to study psychology for five years? Shit fucking sucks. No, because I already have enough, like, mommy issues without getting into Freudianism. (laughs) Nobody takes Freud seriously anymore, but... Which is funny because he was right about everything. No, he wasn't. Shut the fuck up. No, I wonder if I wonder if Zygmunt Freud is a servant in Grant Order. That'd be great. God, if he is, he's probably a writer for how much he wants to fuck his. (laughs) Yeah, that uh, sounds like you got it pretty rough, Emia. Have you considered fucking your surrogate mother? I don't have a mother, sir. She yeah, died that... in a fire when I was ten. Yeah, but Tiger's still alive. Yeah, his noble phantasm is the ability to resurrect your mom. <laughs> I'm your new dad now. God. Oh god. Uh, so so Tid, I I want you because I've made my I I think Dean said yeah. that sucks, but like it, it it introduced me to fate elements and there's a lot of characters in this that I just didn't know existed. Yep. Wait, you didn't know um, King Arthur existed? Because like. No, I mean, I mean like Ren. I didn't know Ren was a character. I didn't know. Tiger I'm gonna be was honest with you, because they just don't exist in in contemporary. The, the fate first media. thing I did when I saw Ren, and I was like, "Oh, that's where all the hentai comes from." <laughs> that's not even true. She I honestly, wish, looked, honestly. Uh, she honestly looked like a character from Euphoria when I first saw her, saw her, and I was like, "Wait a second. Moff is like, hmm, student well, uniform. Speaking Green of which, tails. I'm still mad about that. I watched the first three episodes of that hot garbage, and I'm still mad that that's what I wasted three episodes on. Good for you. Yeah, a, 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 pre, a previous uh, uh, producer patron wanted us to watch that, and then, like, it was just really boring. Speaking of which, that, we still uh, owe him Upot, by the way. Hey, I'm looking at I'm looking at our patrons. I don't. He was, I only see one producer he did patron. It. He did it. He did the requirement. He was a producer patron. He requested Euphoria. We talked to him about it because they're like, uh, our producer patrons have the ability to request us make episodes. If they join as a producer, request something bad, and then leave, I'm not gonna. They took that our request. money, Mike. You. <laughs> or we took their money. Anyway. Yeah, no, we didn't. They gave us their money. I did not Look, take. We it. owe him upot. It's the uh, least we can do. It's not girls front line. I, Real capitalism hours. Hey, hey, if he, if you want, if you want, if you want to subscribe to the Patreon again, I, let's go. I'll watch whatever. Would you, you watch want Dungeon to. of Black Company? Uh, with that said, <laughs> I mean, Moth. Like, I think Dungeon of Bad, Bad Company is just a. It's show. actually phenomenal. Like, I don't think it's bad. Uh, I think because that was the season where there were only like two really good animes. It was that, and then it was the one about uh, the gods only know peace. I think, okay, Moff, can you shut the fuck up about everything that is not with... fake right now? <laughs> this has been an hour and a half. Tid, Tid, what is your fate hot take? I need to hear it. Uh, my fate hot take is that you should go to fatestaynight.vnovel.org and actually read the fucking visual novel. It's fully in English. It's on a website. You don't need to download. You don't wait, need to patch it. Just wait. fucking read it. Is the sentence is the, is oh, is the real? website ender.arc? No, .org. Oh, that would have been so much better. Tits, uh, type that link into the Patreon. So I will. I will literally probably spend the rest of my day I, reading. I, mean, I just put it in the fucking production chat right now. Like how I made us put an anti-abortion movie on the Patreon posts. Uh, either way, uh, um, aside from that, fuck. Well, I don't know. Uh, as the only pe- person with more background here, 
Uh, full fucking background check. Read the fucking visual novel. That, okay, that's one. Uh, every adaptation um, is imperfect on some level. Dean's Day Night has a lot of problems, but after watching it now, I have to say, it gets the emotional core of it. My gut into it, I guess that's because of the characters, and I, ca I can feel that. But also, they did find things like, hmm, we kinda need to convey some stuff from the other roots. Let's just have Ilya say who fucking Castor is, be despite the fact that's not a thing in this route, because she read the script, and have that fight from Unlimited Blood works, sure. Uh, also, let's put Sakura in a yeah. gimpsuit for no reason, sure. There, there are so many examples in this in Tuesday Night of 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 usually Rin going, "Hey, here's some knowledge that you would have learned if you played." I've the read game. the script. Yeah, uh, go out. Yeah, that, 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 <laughs> it's so so. Yeah, awesome. all, that really happens towards after the fight with the Berserker. I would say that's where where the bulk of it is. Uh, but either way. Uh, aside from uh, Dean State Night, there are two other adaptations of the two other routes made by UFO Table. Uh, Blade, Unlimited Blade Works, which focuses on Rin and Archer primarily, and Heaven's Feel, which primarily focuses on Sakura and Medusa, uh, or Ryder. Uh, both of these are really good. Uh, they're still imperfect adaptations, they don't convey the inner dialogue, but... Uh, the one issue I have with Heaven's Feel is that they cut out a lot of content with Ilya, uh, that, who was also a big character in that, and also the ending makes no fucking sense if you don't have the context from the game, from sorry, for some fucking reason. But also, it cuts out like 90% of eating scenes from the visual novel, so I'm very thankful. <laughs> and so... uh, <laughs> one more thing uh, that you could uh, read slash watch is Fate Zero, which is a prequel which takes place during the previous Holy Grail War, during which everything went wrong, uh, ten, ten, ten years oh. prior. Uh, it was written by Gen Urobuchi, and that has all the good and the bad that implies. And, uh, Wait, who's Gen Urobuchi? Uh, Psycho Pass Man, Madoka Man, uh, the, 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 oh, deconstruct okay. all the female characters, man. Okay. He's, he's the dude who, who's called the Urobuchi. Yeah. Because he kills all his characters. Okay. Yeah, because Psychopaths uh, wasn't that great. Fuck you. <laughs> Both, I can only believe that opinion if you continued past the first season. But I know you. You watched maybe five episodes of no, the first No, I, I, I watched it. I, I got. I made it pretty far in where they're talking about the fact of like, hey, these certain types uh, fight differently, so you either have to wear this one down because they burst quickly, and you can tell what they are by their wings. Like, I, I what watched. What are you talking about? <laughs> What Psychopaths, the, the one where they had the weird talking? guns, right? And the guns were made from, like, the monsters they killed. No! <laughs> what, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking it's, it's about? It's the one where, like, the... It, it's the one where they're, they don't even ask for it, but people get cursed with, like, weird wings and stuff. And there are people that actually hunt them down. And mm -hmm. you find out later that their weapons are made from the things they kill. And so, like, he actually... there's Monster one point, Hunter?! Are you talking about no, Monster no, Hunter? No, no, there's, there's one point where, like, because they're, they're, they're a police force. And, like, the old police officer is like, Hey, are you watching this one? She's bursting really hard and hitting us with a lot of attacks, but she'll wear herself out in, like, 30 seconds. And then, sure enough, he was right, and he, like, almost murdered her, but because she was a main character, she lived. What the fuck are you talking about? This is so weird. Because, like, it sounds like you watch two shows at once and combine them together. Because, like, you're saying things that exist within Psychopaths, but then you're also talking about people that are monsters and, like, making guns out of them. What the fuck, man? I'm, I'm, I'm looking this up now. Like, anime where cops use... It's, it's not pet labor. It, yeah, it's Psychopath. Pat, pat Labor. No, Path. Psychopath, yes. Path? Oh, it's sucking that. 
Yeah, no, it's Psycho- there are no monster psychopaths at all. It's just people. Oh no, psychopath is the one with the stupid guns. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, I watched the first season of that, and I was so bored, I just stopped. Okay, shut the fuck up then. Uh, either way, uh, one more thing I wanted to say about Fate Zero in this recommendation here is it gets one thing right, which the original visual novel doesn't, which is, hey, this is a battle royale. We should switch the camera to other perspectives sometimes. Yes. Yo! Uh, does it only do it when those characters are about to no, die, though? No, no, it jumps between perspectives quite often. You get everyone's perspective, and that's also okay. one of the bad things with it, I would say, because as people die, it get it gets you know less varied and it gets kind of boring towards the end. I would say. Gotcha. Okay. Um, the last thing I, I want to end on um, is I want to call every character in uh, Dean's Day Night it's fucking stupid. <laughs> uh, because the very first interaction they ever have with servants is with Lancer. Uh, and then, after that fight, uh, after Saber's spawned, he disappears. And at no point does anyone go, Oh, where's Lancer Where at? Lancer and then at the last three episodes, he they're like, Oh man, we don't have nothing to worry about. And then he fucking <laughs> appears, and it's like, Of course he appeared! Where, what did you think was gonna happen? Oh man, that actually fucking reminds me, but uh, tangentially, but... Uh, when Fate Grand Order got big, they made like a one episode OVA that kind of sums up the plot from like the first areas of the game, fucking whatever. And it's an alternative version of the events from the main visual novel. And Kukulain is a caster there who uses runes for magic. And he's fucking cool. And he has the fucking badass coat. And at the end, he was like, okay, maybe summon me next time. Maybe I'll be a lancer. And everyone was like, no! <laughs> <laughs> Man, Either way, that's you mm-hmm, know what. I, I'm I'm looking forward to getting into more fate because I I like I like the concepts. Uh, uh, one of one of, I, I want to say like one of who who is it's it's Lancer who has like the like ability where he's Lance always yeah, hits yeah, right. Yeah, the good Gable reverses. Go, G- yeah, the Gable the, the Gable. <laughs> Uh, reverses the God, what's the causality, so it's not that uh, he always hits your heart, it's that he, uh, he hits your heart, and that's why he threw the spear, like, basically. Bullshit. <laughs> um, who's the character? I know, I don't think it's in Dean's Day Night. Uh, there's the character whose ability is that they're incredibly lucky or something, and so uh, his spear misses them. Uh, that, that's Saber. <laughs> that's, that is Saber? That, okay. Th- that's, like, the uh, issue here is that when you're reading the VN, at any moment, you can play, press escape and you see the fucking stats for everyone like it's an RPG. And that kind of makes sense. In the anime, it just feels like okay. bullshit. Well, uh, so there's like, there's 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 some people who have uh, a famous like podcast. Uh, not some people. They're, they're like anime YouTubers. One's best guy ever. The other one is Tr- uh, Trixie, formerly Digibrony uh-huh. MLP. Uh and they had a podcast where they talked about how shit fate was. And I watched that and absorbed the opinions and assumed they were all gospel. <laughs> and one of them was about the spear versus the luck stat yep. thing. And like, I, at the time I was like, yeah, the fact that his spear missed is bullshit. I hate this bad writing. But as I'm just watching it, it's like, no, it... <laughs> It, it, it creates tension yeah. if you can subvert a character's abilities, you dumb yeah, it's idiots. Yeah, it's uh, Saber having magic resistance, it's Saber being lucky, but also it's just the entire fact that all of Fate State Night's writing is, here are the set of rules, here's how every single fucking character breaks them in a different way. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, and that's that's that is interesting. That that like, if you just set rules and never break them, then like you 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 kind of end up being a little boring yeah. sometimes. So actually, uh, since we mentioned all the fucking servants to Moth, who else was there? Saber is Archer. Uh, Archer is Emiya. Lancer is Kukulain. Berserker is Heracles. Uh, Rider is Medusa, as we talked about. Caster is Medea, the princess from Odyssey. Uh, poor her, by the way. <laughs> she got fucked. And the assassin is Sasaki Kojiro. Yeah, that, that, that's seven. Who is Sasaki Kojiro? Uh, that's the guy that uh, Miyamoto Musashi challenged to a duel, then appeared late, and instead of fighting him with a sword, he beat him up with fucking ore. And Sasaki Kojiro has been talking about <laughs> it uh, in his death. That's funny. Uh, there's also Gilgamesh, yeah, who the, was the uh, from the, a lancer from the, the previous, previous one, yeah. And Gilgamesh is like, uh, in all the roots, he exists there to job. He's a big final boss in Fate, and also in Unlimited Bladeworks, but he's there just to be a jobber, quite honestly, and he doesn't much, get much personality. And yeah. yeah the, the only time I've ever seen him and thought, wow, he looks really cool, is in, like, Babylon Feel or whatever yeah, that's, it's called, uh, which is like fair, fair, fair. an adaptation of yeah, the gacha. Yeah, that's adaptation of one of, of the plot lines of the gacha, which also has. Uh, I will have probably end up play either playing through that or yeah. watching it. Which has uh, Rin inhabited by the uh, by the spirit of Ishtar, the goddess of fucking. Which you know what I, I can appreciate. It gave us more Rin porn. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this has been our little podcast about Dean's Stay Night. And I genuinely want to thank Daniel Ashley for getting me into a series that, at this point, I had only uh, consumed through pornography. Look how they massacred my boy. So did we Did we agree then that uh, if you want to enjoy uh, fate without actually, you know, like actually enjoy fate, the best one is Carnival Phantasm? Yes. I, I can agree with that, no problem. <laughs> Carnival Phantasm fucking slaps. I've never... I've never seen and it, so I'll just if say... If you want to okay. read a good visual novel, read Katawa Shoujo. <laughs> read 13 Sentinels, yeah. I guess. Nope. One, of the, ca- one ca- of the characters is a woman. Ju- just for... The, half of the characters are women. But uh, just to stay on point here for Mike, just for context, Carnival Phantasm is a 12-episode OVA crossover between Tsukihime and Fate, and it's fucking dumb. Like, at one point they go, uh, you know what, we want a non-aggressive version of the Holy Grail War, Uh, let's uh, make a race. And they draw cars like, this is a dragster car, this is a bike, (laughs) this is a carnival, right? So it's Isekai Quartet. Yes, pretty much, but with animation. All right, well, that's it for me, guys. Uh, also, the the yeah, that, that's it for all of us. Uh, my, I want to end this on note by saying uh, that uh, Type Moon character designs suck. <laughs> well, that's it. See you next time. See you next time. Fuck you. So-